0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Bandwagon.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Bandwagon podcast. I am your host, Nolan. This is also not Nolan. This is Braden. You know who it is. You know, you know who it is. This is uh, our Week Two waiver wire injury recap breakdown. So, how did how did this uh, how did Week Two go, Nolan? Everyone died, pretty much, dude. Uh, okay, so. Everyone got hurt this week. If you don't watch football and didn't know that and you just like play fantasy and for whatever reason, just like listen to this podcast, then um, you probably lost some people on your team this week. I promise.
0: Yeah. There's almost no chance that you didn't lose anybody. I have surprisingly,
1: knock on wood, uh, like escaped fairly okay this week, but a lot of players went down. We'll talk about some of those guys here in un segundo. <laughs> Did I say that right? My wife's Spanish teacher, and I don't know if I said that right. Go follow us on social medias, at FF Bandwagon on Twitter and Instagram, and also on Facebook on our Facebook page, the Fancy Football Bandwagon.
0: I think we have a podcast in the yeah, name. I'm not really sure. You but... should do that. Yeah. That's like the that. most important thing out of this episode. If you take one thing, you should do that. And all the injuries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's jump right into it. We got a lot. Um. Yeah. Pretty much the top two overall players in fantasy football this year, Braden, got hurt. And one of them got hurt bad. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, Giants running back. Torres ACL. Done for the year, man. Done for the year. And as – I've been a Cowboys fan most of my life, and as somebody who's hated the Giants, it was still really – like I felt I felt bad to see – Barkley go down. Because it's Saquon. Well, it's it's not know? it's not good for the NFL. You know, we're fans of the NFL. We like the good players. You know, I Saquon's fun to watch. He is. Um, and it did it it made me feel bad. The yeah. guy the guy looked like he was in pain, went down with an ACL injury, and is is out for the year.
0: It's not I mean that coupled with all the other injuries we're gonna go over, it just wasn't like it's, it was it was a bad feeling week too. It, it's unfortunate
1: for the NFL, the state of the NFL. I mean, we're still watching, it's still going to be good. Players are going to break out, but you still got to win your fantasy leagues. Yeah, but the great players, a couple of the great players going down like that, that really hurt. So, he's out for the year. If you spend a second round pick on Saquon Barkley, you probably got negative 1 point out of him the whole season, second like overall pick. Um yeah. You said second round. Oh, uh, second overall pick. Well, he got you zero points this year pretty much. Yeah. Didn't have a very good week one and wasn't on a great track week two. Um, who's the pick up here, Brain? Who, who are you picking up for Saquon Barkley? You're obviously not going to get the production that Saquon Barkley gives you. So, it really kind of hurt you. See, the problem is he didn't give you production this year. Yeah, he didn't. Oh. <laughs> oh, saved it. But... Um, I think the pickup here, the guy who came in for him when he went down is Deion Lewis. Um, but he's not like a bell cow, like workhorse back. He's a pass catcher. Uh, he's a guy who lives on dump-offs,
0: yeah. honestly. Um, I think they upgraded Wayne Goleman from the pra- practice squad. Well, he was inactive for whatever for this last week. But, so, yeah, he's probably
1: the guy going forward that's more going to play the role of Saquon. Unless they sign Devontae Freeman. Yes, that's one thing to note, Uh Free agent running back Devonta Freeman, formerly of the Falcons, former uh, league rushing title leader, is, is been he's been traveling all offseason, signing for teams.
0: Uh, he's got multiple offers, but he wants a better deal. He wants the money. He's uh, he's going to visit. Um, he visited the, the Eagles. He's going to visit the Giants tomorrow, which is today by the time you're listening to this. Yes, so that so you might you might know something, and I think if. Honestly, out of all the
1: the backup handcuffs here, I think Devonta Freeman, if he goes to the Giants, is probably the most notable one for me. He's a guy who's proven he can do it before. He's not Wayne Gallman, just a, a backup that's probably not going to be anything but a backup. He's, he's somebody who's proven before. He's explosive. He's... Uh, He's been a star in the league. Yeah, he, he hasn't
0: really. Don't don't necessarily... think. I don't think he's going to be the Devonte Freeman of old, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't 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 expect like that. that. You're you're looking for somebody that can fill in. Um, you know, on a fl- in a flex or something like that. It's not going to be. You, you're probably not gonna not gonna get a whole lot. Of, you're not gonna get Saquon R- RB two production. Yeah, either. Um, I, I mean, I think it's going to be more RB three.
1: And we're going to go through these injuries for you guys, kind of go through everybody, but also give you – this is a waiver column too. This is why why we do it on this day. So, you can can go pick out waivers. Waivers usually run Wednesday mornings. So, we want you guys to listen to this on Tuesday and be like, all right, these are the guys I need to go try to pick up. Um, Because waivers, especially – this is why waivers are so important for fantasy football is because when a week like this happens and all your guys go down – you have to fill those spots on your team. We should have started with that statement. Yeah, we should have. But uh, we'll use that as an, uh, as a, an example. Um, but that, this is why waivers are so important because you can get guys. Some of these guys that we telling you about waivers are going to be, break out and be stars this year. This yep. just, it happens every <clears throat> single year. Um, if if the top 32 running backs were the same top 32 running backs every year, it would kind of be boring in fantasy football because it would be the
0: same top five guys every we would year. We pretty much know. Yeah, but to go back and answer your question, if I'm not really picking up any of these guys on the Giants, um, yeah, a, except um, for Devont- Devontae Freeman, if he signs, is the only one that interests me. So, exactly, um, Wayne. I mean, if Wayne Goleman gets, I, I'm just not excited. Saquon couldn't do anything behind this O line. If Saquon can't, these guys don't even have a chance. Yeah, that's an, that's another point. Is the Giants
1: so don't look <clears throat> don't look too hot. So I'm with you. I'm not I'm not very excited. Devontae Freeman. I'm a little. Excited about, and right now he's a free agent. He's not technically on a team yet, it could fall through and he could not end up going to the Giants. Yeah, I think he's going to sign somewhere. There's been some key running back injuries to look out for, uh, but yeah, it's just this is gonna be a long injury list, so so bear with us. Uh, the team that the Giants play next week happens to be the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> And at Man. this point next week, the 49ers starting roster may look worse than the Giants starting roster. But they'll probably still win. Yeah, you never know. They, so beat, they, they, they beat the Jets by like 20 points with, yeah.
0: this, with the backup
1: roster. The Niners lost Jimmy Garoppolo, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, and George Kittle. All those Dude. guys either went down or didn't play this last week.
0: And that's just that's just the offensive. Yeah, that's just, that's just their offensive. <laughs> that's stars. not counting defense. Nick Bosa actually tore his ACL, I believe, and is Richard, out for the season. Richard Sherman was out.
1: So, yeah, I'm going to say it, but I don't think the Niners are going back to the Super Bowl this year, Braden. Probably I don't, I don't not. think they're contenders this year. I just don't. They've had too many injuries. It's Arizona season baby
0: yeah is there any so is there any um so any notable pickups just from what you read off there? Well, Jimmy Garoppolo went down with an ankle, he's probably
1: out this week, he had a high ankle sprain. Nick Mullins is going to be their starter. You're not starting Nick Mullins. There's, I guarantee. You remember the Nick Mullins hype from last yeah, year? Yeah, I do. But that was like
0: three games. He went
1: off, man. That did. I remember he got verified during the game. He was playing the game and got verified on Twitter while he was <laughs> Dude, in the middle of a game. Dude, it was crazy. But um, no, there's probably better starting options at like quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is still available in a lot of leagues for whatever reason. Uh, ben Rothsberger's a guy that's still there. Gardner Minshew. I think all those guys. You need to go pick them up, anyways, if you need quarterback help not even just regarding
0: Jimmy Garoppolo's injury. Yeah, all those guys that Nolan just listed, I'm pretty sure they're in the top 12 QBs. Yeah, I do believe so.
1: Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman. This game, Raheem Mostert broke like an 80-yard touchdown run. It was ridiculous. Dude's super fast and is somehow producing every week still. He has an MCL sprain. He could sit out multiple weeks. I've heard a little bit better news on him, but – it's not looking good. Yeah, not not for the short term, anyway. And for this heavy rushing team, Tevin Coleman also went down with a knee injury, and could also be out multiple weeks. I I'm not I'm honestly not sure that this team wins next week. They'd have nobody to throw the ball to, and and their top running back next week is going to be Jerick McKinnon, which he looked good. Yeah, he looked good last week. You know, he hasn't played in two years really. Uh, went down with a couple knee injuries, and. Uh, he's he's essentially going to be their lead back another and I feel like they're going to lean heavily on the run this upcoming week because and they're playing the thing is they're playing on the same turf yeah the same field and they kind of had issues with the turf so
0: um which is there's an I believe there's an investigation going on about like the grade of turf that's, that's there so we'll see what happens with that but I know yeah there was some definite concerns from from the 49ers side about that so if if you need running back help 100% hundred percent, go pick up Jerick McKinnon. Yes,
1: because he is going to get all the work this game. But also Jeff Wilson, their other running back there. Whether whoever their running backs are, they they don't just use one guy; they rotate him out. And so Jeff Wilson will most likely get a little bit of work this week.
0: And anybody in the Shanahan system,
1: yeah, they. I, I feel like they're it's going to be run heavy offense for them next week against the Giants. So yep, um, I definitely. If you need running back help, at least for this next coming week, Jerick McKinnon and maybe some Jeff Wilson uh, are going to help you out a little bit. Talking about the turf at the field, George Kittle did not play, so he didn't get (laughs) re-hurt during the game. (laughs) But um, they could monitor his progress next week or monitor the conditions on the field to determine if they want to play him. Uh, He went down with a knee injury last week, kind of hyperextended his knee. And uh, I think if the field's bad or it doesn't improve, that they, I think they'll play him a little bit,
0: and then they'll be like, "All right, we're not. You're done." I, my, my, like I am a Kittle owner, and my thought on this is, I kind of want him to sit. I, yeah. I honestly, I don't want him to play. Like I would rather lose Week Three, and and have Kittle the rest of the year than him to go out there and try to play and then blow his knee out because the turf sucks. Exactly. Exactly. And and they didn't necessarily need George Kittle the other day. Um,
1: they actually had Jordan Reed who. Was one of my kind of breakout players this week. Um, he actually had a solid game. He led the team in targets and yeah. catches, which isn't hard to do when they have no wide receivers. And
0: see, I think that's key too: is that they have somebody to they fill have somebody, so like they don't they don't feel like they need to play George Kittle to win yeah. to win this football and game.
1: Jordan Reed actually
0: scored twice, so
1: that's something to watch. If Kittle doesn't end up playing, and even if he does play, honestly, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent play all the tight end snaps like he usually does. Jordan Reed, somebody to watch, somebody that. For sure. Hey, we need you to go run 50 yards down the field, George. We're not gonna make him do that. So uh, Jordan Reed could be if Jordan Reed's still out there. Pick especially up. for this week, if you need a tight end and you're hurting at tight end and you've got some of the the low end guys, Jordan Reed's a solid pickup. Agreed. Okay, another game that lost a couple studs, uh, or okay, not they're not studs. They're they're hopeful. Notable players on their team. Stud hopefuls. Broncos starting quarterback Drew Locke went down with a ro- rotator cuff strain. That was that I read that and it just jumbled up in my head yeah, like rotator I had this cuff strain. Rotator cuff strain. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, lock went down out a minimum two weeks. A minimum of two weeks. Um, they were saying their their bye week is week eight. They hope he comes back by week eight, but I don't think they try to force him back in early. You hey, obviously don't want that in your You remember Jeff
0: Driscoll? Yeah,
1: Jeff Driscoll. From the
0: Lions last year? Yeah. He um, is He is currently the starting quarterback. He had a solid game. He, had, I, he I actually, at, he actually he had a, didn't he had play bad. Game. He actually did not play it bad. It wasn't
1: bad. They they didn't lose too bad. Uh, they did end up losing to the Steelers. But I think Drew Locke does hurt the Broncos' pass catchers. He's the guy they've been yep. been running with all offseason, getting in rhythm with, um, and Cortland Sutton, their number one wideout. The guy kind of made fun of people for drafting early. I was I wasn't wrong, but he went down. But not you not, can't uh, you can't right, claim a victory. You're, you're for right. That. You're right. Uh, but he also went down with a knee injury. Is done for the year.
0: Another big name, notable player. It, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like. As much as we didn't like him, he's talented, and you would never wish, you know, you don't wish bad. You, you things don't wish upon so anybody. anybody. Yeah, so. exactly.
1: But uh Sutton's down. Jeff Jerry Judy and I think Noah Fant are the two guys on the team. They they're hurt a little bit by Drew Locke, but also I think Fant
0: benefits the most from from Cortland Sutton being out.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think Jerry Judy does also. I just think you know, they they both kinda get brought down a little bit by Drew Lockout, but then Cortland Sutton kinda bumps him up a little bit. Yeah. Being out. So Driscoll was solid- looked solid the other day. He looked fine. The Span had another good game. So another deep guy to look at is uh K J Hamler, who had a decent game the other day. But uh I mean me and Braden were never big on the Broncos pass catchers this much or this. Yeah, season. it's just England the offense.
0: You know, the offense um it, it it just looked like it wasn't gonna be a, a high flying offense. Yeah, it's not a high flying so, big scoring offense. <clears throat> um yeah, the Broncos
1: had some guys go down. Dave Montgomery ended up going down with a neck injury at some point during the game. He came back and, and continued to play. I'm he not, actually had a good yeah, game. I'm not well, I was gonna say I'm not initially worried about Dave Montgomery. <clears throat> he actually led the team in rushing and uh receiving yeah <laughs> which is kind of crazy That's, that
0: is crazy um
1: the bears are <clears throat> did you know weird. they, they the just are a weird team
0: they just paid Tariq cohen did you know that yeah they literally extended him on saturday and then proceeded don't to use not him. use him they
1: don't they didn't use him much week one either i think
0: they paid him like nine million dollars um
1: yeah
0: <clears throat> i'm you might lose your bet Dude, how baffling is that?
1: You might you might lose your bet that we made earlier I, about Dave Montgomery outscoring Trent Cohen. I'm probably gonna lose it, you're but gonna, it's not looking good right now.
0: It's it's because they
1: Dave Montgomery's been hurt since before week one, and you're still not gonna win. Because they're not using they they even when David Montgomery's out, they're not using yeah, Trent Cohen. Yeah, it's very baffling. He's he's proven that he can be an electric yeah an electric guy with the ball in his hand. You get him in space. Dude, I just don't understand. I don't understand. It's baffling to me as well. Um
0: yeah, I I actually kind of wish they would use Cohen more. I don't have any
1: shares of Cohen this year. I think year, it but. would
0: help open things up for Montgomery too. Yeah. As a change of pace back. Exactly. So, but Montgomery's been
1: solid so far. He's he's been okay. I think he's going to progressively get better. I'm not initially worried about his neck injury. It, it's something to watch, but I don't think they hold him out and he came back in the game. Uh you're not sitting him for any reason. You're probably yeah, I think he'll play. Yeah, you're you're probably starting him. Just about every week until something else happens.
0: Uh, tell me about Devontae Adams. Uh, another be scared. Devontae big Adams got hurt. Name? Just kidding. All right. So he um he went out with a hamstring injury. It's it's just one of those things to monitor. The team says it's not that serious. They're not initially too too concerned with it. Yeah. Uh, I mean you should still monitor it. And MVS and Lazard, you know, they should both be on. No matter, no yeah. matter what. Marquez Valdez Mar- Scantling
1: and Alan Lazard, the 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 two A and two B on the team here. Both guys are putting up numbers. MVS I think had the better game the other day, um, mm-hmm. but this offense I, I don't really know what they want to do. Last year they were all about the run game, and this year they're kinda, all about the Aaron kinda, Jones yeah, game now. Well, they're kind of mixing it up. Aaron Jones had a huge game the other day. He's kind of ridiculous. Braden was right on him. They're going to use him and, and make him a stud again. Yeah. Hey,
0: I'm taking full credit. All right, hey, all, hey, you, hey. all you Aaron Jones haters. We, we can't
1: do this this early in the season, Braden. We're, we're, not, even, we're not even a quarter of the way there yet. You're we're, right. We're, I got to take my victory laps when I get it, can't take though. victory laps that early. Um, <laughs> but Devontae Adams, something to watch. There's a couple guys here that we're going to mention that didn't really go out of the game, but um, it's probably going to bug them for a little bit. Cam Akers, Los Angeles, Rams running back, went down with a rib injury. What you got on Cam Akers? It's
0: unfortunate.
1: That's that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Sorry to hear that, man.
0: And the other thing that is unfortunate is that who you thought was a starting running back um, was not actually the starting running back. Malcolm Brown actually went down with a finger injury. I think he
1: hurt his pinky or broke it at some point during the game, which is – And then Henderson got hot during the game. And played good. And and played good. So, this Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. This is a mess, man. Yeah, well, Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson at this point should both be owned. Malcolm Brown is, I I think, still the starter going forward. It just so happened he did. He injured his hand, I think, one of his fingers in the game. And Henderson came in and and started getting hot. So, they just uh, kept rolling with him. Akers may be out a few weeks. We don't really know in – I mean – if him, I'm yeah, the Rams, if I have Brown going off and Henderson going off, I'm probably keeping Akers out because I don't necessarily need him. He's your rookie. So, yeah, he's he's, he's a probably rookie.
0: you're probably looking at him more like the future of the franchise. Exactly. So, type thing. I, so I
1: would expect him to not rush Akers back in because they don't necessarily need him at this point. Yeah, uh, I but, I agree. But Brown, Daryl Brown, and no, 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 it's Malcolm Brown, Daryl and Darryl, Brown, and Daryl Henderson should definitely be owned. If especially if you need running back help, I'd rather play Brown over Henderson but it could turn into a situation like like the other day where it's, Henderson out outplays Brown.
0: It, it's going to be hard to trust either one of them on a consistent like weekly basis just because I you know is going to go with the hot hand. I yep. mean mm-hmm. no matter what whether whether Brown gets hurt or not if he's playing bad and Henderson's playing good, Henderson's going to get the bulk of the carries and Brown's going to get you five, you know 3 points. Mm-hmm. So I mean just keep that in mind when you play one of these guys. It may not be all sunshine, roses, and rainbows, and rainbows, rainbow. Uh, another guy that uh, I was pretty high on. Yeah.
1: It's this is a, a pretty sad one. A promising young looking player um, who was actually, I believe leading the team in, okay. Not leading in targets. Yeah, he was.
0: Um, I think he was right. What's his name yeah, Paris yeah, Campbell. Paris
1: Campbell. Paris Campbell. Tell me about him.
0: Paris Campbell out with the out indefinitely with a PCL injury. Um, it's one of those other ligaments in your leg that's not an ACL. In, le- in case you didn't know, Nolan. In case I didn't know. Yep. Okay. Um, it sucks. It sucks because he's he's actually been – he's made the, the appropriate steps as a second-year guy to, to I mean, be the league. He was really, like you said, he led the team in, in- – Well, I think he's second in targets behind TY. Uh,
1: but still, he's he was starting to look promising. Yeah, really he was
0: looking good. He was um, – I. I noticed that Philip Rivers, when anytime he needed an outlet, um, he trusted Paris Campbell with it. So it's it's always sad to see a, an emerging player go down indefinitely. We don't really know how long it's going to be. But yeah,
1: um, they haven't said he's out for the year. So it's somebody that if you have him and you have an IR spot, which most leagues should this year have some sort of IR spot on their team. I'm stashing him on my IR spot. Uh, Sure. If I need wide receiver help down the line and he
0: comes back and he's and he's good to go, somebody to watch for. I think I think you put him on even if your league doesn't have IR spots, I think you you probably put him on your bench if you if you can. Like if you can afford to put him on your bench, I think you wait to see how long he's out.
1: Yeah. I think the two guys to look for here with all his targets going out are, are TY Hilton and, and Michael Pitt and Pittman Jr. Yep. Um, T.Y. was already <laughs> leading the team in targets, but I, I think it just gets a bump up and they, they lean on him a little bit more. Uh, and Michael Pittman is somebody to look for. Uh, another, I think he's a rookie this year. Yep. Is somebody to look for as to get some <laughs> extra targets. It's worth mentioning here, Braden. I feel like we have to mention, you know, the number one waiver pickup for everybody last week was Naheem Hines. He did nothing. He did nothing. Didn't work I out. I think he touched the ball one time not work out. That's how – it's like this every year. Every year. If you if this is your first time playing fans football, <laughs> every year there's a week one. There's somebody who just blows up, okay, has the game of their lives, and then everybody runs to pick them up, and then they never do anything else again. That's probably Naheem Hines this year. Because rookie running back Jonathan Taylor showed up and showed out, and it's his job going forward. So yep. If you had Naheem Hines, don't drop him yet. You're not dropping him, but you're not starting him until he shows some more consistency in the game. I uh, just had to put that out there. Naheem Hines, it, it happens every year. Some waiver stud uh, does nothing the next week. It's great. Um, One of the sad ones, we already mentioned him. This one's not quite as bad as Saquon Barkley's injury, but it's as significant for at least half the season. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. I, don't, I almost said Christian Michael Montgomery. I don't know why I said that. what. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, um, Christian McCaffrey,
0: Panthers running back. Christian no, Michael Montgomery,
1: the number one overall fantasy player this year.
0: Hurt his ankle. There's not even two M's. It's CMC. Yeah, I, I know. CMM. I don't know. We're,
1: we're past that. I don't know what happened there. Okay, I just I had a brain fart. I wasn't gonna say it out loud, and then I did anyways, and just made it worse.
0: All right, Uh, right.
1: had an ankle injury. He's out at least four to six weeks, most likely. This is a huge blow, also, and not as bad as Saquon. He's not out for the year. You're definitely keeping Saquon or or CMC. You're definitely keeping CMC on your team. Do not drop him. Put him. I don't even know if he's going on IR, but yeah, please don't drop him. Do not. Whatever you do, if he is dropped, go pick him up, please. This is uh, – Mike Davis is your replacement here. He's a guy they really like. They liked him in camp. He actually caught eight passes for
0: 74 yards the other day. I was yeah. – if you didn't bring it up, I was going to mention it. He caught eight yeah. passes.
1: Yeah, after after uh, McCaffrey went down, Mike Davis came in, caught eight passes for 74 yards. He's probably the number one waiver wire pickup this week.
0: I would 100% agree. He is the number one pickup. Yes.
1: I I expect the Panthers to throw the ball more this next coming week. I think they'll try to get him
0: to um, Mike Davis.
1: Yes. Well, they'll try to get him to (laughs) run, but I think they're going to end up having to pass and kind of rely on the pass a little more. He played like
0: what? Half the game. He played.
1: Yeah. About half the game. He played
0: like half the game and caught eight passes. Yeah. That's, that's that's pretty
1: significant. So handcuffs to, to major running backs like this, you obviously draft them for the opportunity. Um, but that is in no way saying that he is going to have any of the same production that Christian McCaffrey has uh, consistent production.
0: I think he's probably the reason we have him at the, as a number one pickup is because he has, he's the most likely out of all the pickups to produce. Like he has the most opportunity out of everybody
1: that went down with. Yeah. He's the um, most likely to produce. Yes. With the most definite role. Yeah. You know, talking about Saquon going down, Saquon had 90% of the carries there essentially. But the guy coming in to replace that is not going to get ninety percent of the carries there because they don't have the um they haven't shown production like that. Uh not that Mike Williams Mike Davis has, but he has the most opportunity. So Mike Davis, put in your waiver wire form, especially if you need running back help. He's gonna he's gonna produce for at least four or five weeks. Yep. And then he'll uh, help uh, when carry Christian McCaffrey through. comes back, you can probably drop him. Drop
0: Christian McCaffrey? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't drop Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> do
1: not do it. Um, Rashard Pearman. Jets wide receiver went down with the ankle.
0: his week to week. Not really much big news here. It's I don't just... care. I'm not starting anybody on the Jets. It's the gaze hole. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: the gaze hole. That 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 sounded dirty when you said it. And it is, to, dude. I had to think about it's, what you actually said. It's the gaze hole, yeah. man. So I'm sorry, Bashar Paraman, but I don't care about the Jets because they are garbage, hot garbage. Tyrod Taylor, quarterback for the San Diego Los Angeles Chargers. First, <laughs> they've I've, they've I've been, been there San, for I've over a year. San Diego, this whole time. Um, <laughs> he was a surprise uh, out. He was a surprise sit. He actually ended up having chest pains before the game started in pregame warmups and from what i've read it was actually he was dealing with a rib injury and he got some injections for that rib injury and that's when he started feeling pain you you hear chest pain you think like heart or something like that i, I don't believe it was something like that it was a rib injury that uh, he was having issues with so this was a um this happened right before game if you started tyrod I'm sorry, you probably got a big fat zero. Well, you did get a big fat zero there if he somehow stayed in your lineup. I you shouldn't have been starting Tyrod, you should, yeah, definitely not. Um, Justin Herbert actually, I, I just want to mention it here. It's worth mentioning it's fantasy, fantasy news, fantasy relevance. Justin Herbert ended up starting the game as it was a surprise to him as it was
0: to everybody else. He, he looked better than Tyrod Taylor would have today. I, I would have the other dude, day. I, I promise you, I 100% agree. I think Herbert should be the starter going forward. It's your I think your outlook for the rest of the the team fantasy-wise and I mean and yes. actual NFL-wise, your your outlook is way greener, dude. Yeah. Well, I I mentioned I was all over I was all over, was all over it
1: last week that I don't want to start any Chargers as long as Tyrod Taylor's a starting quarterback. I just don't think he doesn't elevate the team around him. He holds it down with with mediocre decisions. And I'm not a Tyrod Taylor fan.
0: And I don't I don't I don't really know what outlook being greener is. But yeah, I don't know. But we'll it's better. Yeah, it You're out positive, right? It's a, yeah, maybe it's positivity. Um,
1: but Justin Herbert looked looked solid for a rookie. I, I think he was actually the first rookie to run and pass for oh. a touchdown in the first half of their debut uh, debut game. That was awfully specific. Yeah, it's cool like that. I like stats. Unfortunately, Coach Anthony Lynn said with certainty that if Tyrod Taylor is a hundred percent ready to go,
0: he will be our starter going forward. I'm I'm really hoping I'm I'm really hoping this is coach speak. Uh so and he knows he knows Tyrod's not gonna play next week. Yeah so part of me thinks
1: that he's going to not be a hundred percent for the rest of the season. <laughs> so yeah that exactly. being said uh, Justin Herbert it, it's worth monitoring you know we need updates on Tyrod if if Tyrod if Anthony Lynn says he's 100% to go then he's probably starting him for whatever reason Anthony Lynn is a huge Tyrod fan i have and no and idea why the whole rest of the nfl verse everybody who watches football obviously agreed that Justin Herbert was better for the chargers if you watch
0: he he's a rookie his first game comes in against the big bad chiefs and pat mahomes almost beats them they tied and went to overtime how do you not the how are you not like you know what it's probably in the best interest of our team if the court the rookie quarterback continues to start it just doesn't make sense to me
1: yeah i'm not a tyrod taylor fan i'm if herbert just if you need quarterback help or you're in like a dynasty league or something like that justin herbert's definitely a pickup at this point especially in dynasty which he was probably most likely drafted so Whatever. Uh, yeah, going forward, it's something to watch. He he had a really good game. He ran for a touchdown. He wasn't afraid to run the ball the other day, Herbert. He was getting in there, diving for extra yards. Uh, or I'm, I'm still as Nolan's no note here says, Herbert. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Yeah, yeah, without the B. But <laughs> and and he made. Uh, he definitely got the ball to Keenan Allen. He he made the rest of the Chargers play better. I guess Let's he did. Like he that. did.
0: He he brought everybody's level
1: up. Yes. Dawson Knox, tight end for the Buffalo Bills, is entered concussion protocol.
0: I am concussed.
1: I am concussed. Um, you should have some other tight end options here. So this shouldn't really hurt your team. If you were starting Dawson Knox, what are you doing?
0: I don't think he played that bad week one.
1: I mean, but if you started Dawson Knox over somebody like Sticky Gecko or Jonah Smith, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, tight end is is rough, but I'm still probably not starting Dawson Knox. They have they run through their wide receivers, and I I don't think they run through their their tight end. Um, so it's something to watch, but it doesn't concern me too much. Devontae Parker.
0: Mm. It's Braden's boy. That's all you, Braden.
1: It's your boy. You like all them guys on those crappy
0: teams. Hmm.
1: Devontae Parker.
0: Um. Yeah, he had a hamstring injury and um he played during he the game. played yeah he he played i think he came out for a bit and then i think he went back in yeah i, I believe so um but he, he didn't expect to miss any time it's just something to monitor i know they have a thursday game this week so just just monitor it and obviously if he's out you need to be paying attention and take him out of your lineup he ended up <laughs> scoring a touchdown
1: but i'm not it's been in and out since week one for him I'm a little concerned at this point.
0: I'm I'm concerned that he's gonna
1: play. You're concerned that he's going to play. Yeah, and then you're gonna to want to start him.
0: I think I think even if he does play, it's so hard, dude. Because they're they're playing the Jaguars. <laughs> so like, if he plays, we'll go through some other options.
1: Maybe you can pick up off the waiver wire uh, that you man. can play over Devontae Parker. Okay, well let, let's get to now. Um, Russell Gage or Devontae Parker.
0: I'm probably playing Russell Gage. Okay,
1: stuff like that. We'll we'll get to it. Sterling Shepard, Giants wide receiver, which I never thought I'd say in my life. Went down with turf toe. Will be out multiple weeks.
0: I, I mean, I, I understand when toes it's, hurt, but like it's a hit for Daniel Jones. The Giants it, are gonna be bad. The dude, Giants and the Jets are gonna be turf bad. Turf toe. I'm pretty sure turf toe is what kept AJ Green out for like a year. Yeah, I heard it hurts really bad.
1: Well, the only. Uh, well, apparently apparently. Apparently, it's <laughs> really bad. Um, I believe the Giants and Jets are gonna be bad this year. My Jets are the pick the Jets are my pick for the worst team in the league this
0: year. I think they end up with the number one pick. If you drafted Slayton, he's fixing to get Darius Slayton like, all yes. the targets. This so.
1: this Sterling Shepherd going out should bump Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram. Yeah, a little bit.
0: We keep saying that. We keep saying that. We keep saying it's going to bump Evan Ingram. No,
1: I don't keep saying Evan Ingram. You keep saying Evan Ingram. <laughs> Evan Ingram's been the hype man for 4 years and he's you, never and done And this
0: anything. man just like can't stay healthy. Disappears, bro. Yeah, it's weird. Uh he, with, he he's literally Houdini.
1: Well, with Sterling Shepard and Barkley out, it's it's Darius Slayton time. Like he's Dude, their he, offensive playmaker. Evan Ingram is supposed to be their playmaker, but he doesn't do anything. So if Darius Slayton now's the time to trade for Darius Slayton. If you're if you're trying to make trades. I was I was actually gonna mention that. Yeah. Sammy Watkins, Braden's other boy.
0: (laughs) Whatever, dude.
1: All Braden's boys got (laughs) hurt. Uh, went I think he got hit. Went down with the concussion, went out.
0: He caught one pass in the fourth quarter and then got concussed.
1: So I, I mentioned Naheem Hines, the week one warrior this year. Last year it was Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins was the week one warrior last year. He was also and, the week one warrior this year. <laughs> the biggest week one ever last year and then didn't touch the ball like the rest of the season. It was crazy. Miko Hardman uh, should see an uptick. It, Sammy Watkins isn't necessarily out. It's a concussion. He's either going to get better and play next week or he's going to miss that. If he's week. not out of the concussion protocol by Friday, he's probably not playing. Yes. Miko Hardman, the guy, one of my boys I've been mentioning, hasn't done much so far this year. It's early in the season. I still have him on all my teams that I've drafted him on. He could see an uptick in work. If you've seen him play, he's a a Tyreek Hill light. Not even really that much light. He's just a big play waiting to happen. You're probably not going to get a a lot of targets or
0: um, volume out of him. And I think
1: he can can save you with a touchdown.
0: I think another player to watch is Robinson, DeMarcus Robinson. So, um, you know, just keep an eye on him. He could see an uptick in targets as well. They like to they do like to use him. So another guy that I don't care about. I'm just gonna be blunt. Don't care. Chris Hogan went down with a rib injury. He plays for the Jets. Hey, I just want everybody to know. On on this thing, Nolan's Nolan's um his note on all the Jets players that went down is still not starting any one of on the jets yeah like nobody. every single player it's still not starting jets the best player still on the, not starting the
1: jets. best player on the jets at this point is old man frank gore yeah that's crazy and that's bad a, i the, would argue chris jets, herndon but
0: he's not he had one catch
1: he's not being right. used dude yeah it's the gaze hole yeah the gaze hole at this point chris herndon honestly if you have jets anybody but actually frank gore don't play it. you need to drop no, everybody yeah, I, everybody but frank gore frank gore is actually a slightly usable running back because adam gase doesn't hate him <laughs> everybody else on my jets actually. i'm dropping everybody else on my jets if i have players with more that are that can produce more than that then I, i'm dropping all my jets they're they're gonna be garbage i'm sorry they just are
0: two guys that are kind of in the same weird Nolan, boat. nolan's real happy with julio let me tell you he's like Julio Jones man. Julio Jones is no one's favorite person right now.
1: No, I don't hate Julio. It's just it happens. The dude The dude Julio, he doesn't score touchdowns. He, <laughs> he didn't he <laughs> didn't <doesn't> catch passes. <laughs> he was dealing with anything. a hamstring injury. He played through it. Wasn't very productive. I believe he caught two passes for like 24 yards and dropped a dropped an, an open touchdown. He was open by two steps and literally hit him in the hands and he dropped it. And it would have got more points for Russell Gage, but that's whatever. Julio Jones is fine; he's fine. It was a weird week. The Falcons were up, don't overreact twenty zero, and ended up losing thirty-nine to forty. It's very strange.
0: Yeah, don't overreact. Don't to, overreact to this news. Julio's
1: gonna be fine going forward as long as I don't think his hamstring's gonna bug him much. He'll go ice it and get a rub down. It'll be fine. Will Fuller, though, Texans starting wide receiver, who I claimed was definitely the bell cow last week. Had zero targets. I told you against the Ravens. Well, I, I don't think either one of us
0: can say much yet because
1: Cooks didn't do anything. No, I'm. Didn't do I'm just saying. Week.
0: I I'm <laughs> just saying. I told you about um him being the for sure number one target. Well, see, I I, I do still think he is. I, they played the Ravens. It was a tough defense.
1: I I think they just shut him down. And Deshaun Watson was under duress all night or all day. It just the Texans. had some bad luck with their first two games where the chiefs and the Ravens.
0: Yeah, it's rough. I I think, I think the Texans don't freak out. I think they're better than what, than what they've shown. They, they literally just played the best two teams in the league. Yes. Will Fuller had a hamstring issue, but he came back on
1: the field and played the second half. If you have Will Fuller, you didn't draft him expecting him to stay healthy all season. So week one was a, a good, good play for you. Week two, was not so good.
0: I will say monitor this because Will Fuller is known to sit out multiple weeks with hamstring issues. Yes. So just because they think that he might be okay at the last second, you better be prepared because he could be pulled.
1: Another thing I will say about him, if he does sit out and miss weeks, the the next week that he is healthy, you play Will Fuller. Because no, I those agree. are the weeks yeah. he likes to go off. And I and completely agree.
0: Points. But he's if you, if you own him in any leagues, you need to be – sure that he's playing Well, as a will fuller owner i kind of hope that hey okay he had a
1: hamstring issue and had zero targets let him heal let it yes let him sit for a week or two that's fine i have another wide receiver on my team that i can flex and then let him come back and that game i'm starting him and he's gonna have four touchdowns it's fine um dj chark
0: chest injury this is braden's other boy hey dj chark's good bro yeah yeah you're right um all right so it's a chest injury just monitor it. They haven't ruled him out, but they play on Thursday. They do play on Thursday, and so it does. It is a little more concerning. Um, this one of those things. Like I said, you're just gonna have to monitor, and we're we're gonna go over. Um, his. I mean, it really. I guess he should be a pickup either way, but I think he's a start. Uh, in in Keelan Cole. If DJ Chark ends up and doesn't play, I think you start him. Is
1: yeah, I believe he's Jacksonville's leading receiver currently. Yeah, in he, and Cole. he
0: is. Yeah, we'll go over it. He's one of my waivers. So. And I
1: also like LaVisca Chenault
0: there, the rookie
1: wide receiver coming in that they kind of use all over the place. Somebody to watch. Some good
0: news. Yeah, well, we're done with the bad news. That's that. Well, so I think we're done with the bad there news. There
1: multiple players with injuries. Those are the, the fantasy significant ones. Other notables: Nick Bosa for the
0: Niners. That yeah. I mean, that
1: sucks, man. Yeah, that's terrible. There's a, uh, I think Bruce Irvin, Seahawks. Yep. Uh, that game last night was also great. If you didn't watch the, if you didn't watch the
0: Patriots Seahawks last night, you missed another vintage Patriots Seahawks game.
1: That was a good game. Uh, Chris Godwin is out of concussion protocol and will play Week Three. Finally,
0: some good news about a star wide receiver, man. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's about as good as it gets. That's about it. Uh, Michael
0: Thomas <laughs>
1: has not been put on IR yet.
0: Like, well, you gotta take me on a roller coaster ride like but
1: that. <laughs> but he's not playing tonight and he may not play next week. I, I they haven't put him on IR because I think they want he wants to come back as soon as possible. So as soon as he feels like he's good to go, I think I think he's back. So I think he sits out he's sitting out today and maybe he sits out next week and then I think he tries to come back after that. Are you starting Michael Thomas right when he comes back? I mean you have yeah, to Yeah, yeah, you start you have to. As so. soon as he's
0: back, you're starting Michael Thomas.
1: So with all that injury news, we kind of mentioned some of the guys here, but this is our waiver column. This is where you go pick up guys on the waiver wire to fill in these these spots made by these injuries on your team. We've already mentioned him, I've already mentioned him. he was I actually had him mentioned last week as somebody to go pick up if you didn't do it or if he's still there, Russell Gage, Atlanta's wide receiver, third wide receiver. Is a must pick up. Atlanta's third wide receiver is a must pick up. This offense, it looks like one of the few offenses that can support three wide receivers. Granted, Julio didn't get supported yesterday, but
0: week one they definitely did that. Atlanta's defense is not great. And by the way, Julio, just I'll, I'll let you continue with Russell Gage. Julio was not happy on the sidelines no. in the late in the late game. I don't think he was very happy that he wasn't being involved a whole lot. And so that's I mean, not not that it's something to look out for Julio, but that's just, you know, it's just a note. Yeah,
1: well, Russell Gage, like I was saying, Atlanta's defense is not going to be great. They're going to be in shootouts all year. Their offense has already been a good offense week one and week two, and they've involved multiple pass catchers. I think Hayden Hurst kind of took some of Julio's stuff yesterday, but uh, Russell Gage ended up with 46 yards and a touchdown. I think he had a touchdown the week
0: before, right? Yeah,
1: he did. He definitely had a touchdown week one also. But he also almost threw a touchdown to Julio Jones. He had one pass, and it was almost a 50-yarder to Julio that I'm very upset that Julio decided to drop. And it was, yeah, very sad. Russell Gage, if you need wide receiver help, go pick him up, and you can start him next week. Yeah, Yeah, I think so too, yeah. Um, Former Falcon, Devontae Devontae Freeman, Freeman. We've already mentioned him. Uh, it's definitely something to watch if he signs with the giants he's a immediate pickup he's one of the big pickups on the waivers this week he
0: the thing I, is I really he's not he's not he's, not he's not on a team yet and yes. so it's hard to project it i'm i'm projecting it like like he's going to get signed with the giants and that's kind of where my like my hope is because he's going to be 100% the belcow
1: Yes. He, My, he will
0: go straight into a starting role with with the majority work. Yes.
1: He also went and visited the Eagles where he will not be a Bell Cow because he they won't. have Miles Sanders yep. and Boston Scott. They have some guys there that um they like to use. Devontafray, I'm a little concerned that he doesn't go to the Giants just because he's not just gonna settle and sign with the team. He still wants a deal. He wants his money. So it's kind of up to a Yeah, you're taking you're point.
0: taking a risk there. So
1: it's somebody just He's not my first waiver pickup, but it's somebody if you don't you you put in a waiver form, but you move it down the line a little bit and kind of have three
0: guys that are on teams ahead of him.
1: And if you don't get any of those, then you get Devonta Freeman who will most likely sign with a team.
0: All right. My uh my one of my pickups of the week last week, so you should have picked him up last week, was Miles Gaskin. He is definitely the lead back in Miami.
1: Yeah, somehow Miles Gaskin, they have um Jordan Howard there and they have Matt Breida, and somehow Miles Gaskin has turned into the lead back in Miami. It's very strange. Very strange to me. He had seven carries and six catches yesterday, which is – Which it's
0: not, it's not a whole lot of workload. I mean – Yeah, it's, it's
1: not a huge workload, but he's splitting time there. Yeah. And he was obviously the lead
0: back. If he continues to um, to show out and to actually look decent, he I mean, he might be in line for more and more work. So, Jordan Howard is almost last
1: in line for work, and I have dropped him in the leagues that I have him. I'm very disappointed because, you know, I thought, it was a good, I thought that was a good draft steal, late in drafts, but apparently not. Jordan Howard, to me, is droppable. I'm dropping Jordan Howard. We all Howard. miss
0: him, you know? We all miss him.
1: Well, yeah, like Deshaun Jackson.
0: Yeah, yeah, we all miss him.
1: I'm dropping Jordan Howard and, and trying to go get Miles Gaskin. I need running back help on most of my teams, and that's what I'm trying to do. The Another Dolphin. Mike Jacecki, Mike Sticky Gecko.
0: Sticky Gecko. If you listen to oh, our Sticky our team Gecko. previews
1: early on in the season, Mike Sticky, Sticky Gecko. Gecko. This guy had a monster week. Had 130 yards
0: and a touchdown. Led the team in targets and receptions. I didn't even realize that he had 130 tar- or, uh, targets. Oh, uh, that's a lot. 130 yards. <laughs> Mike
1: Jacecki, from here on out, is a tight end. If you need a tight end, you can pick him up and start him every week. He's... Going to be a top 10 tight end. And if you have somebody like, uh, I mean, are you, are you, if, what if
0: you have Austin Hooper? You, you playing Mike Gizeki or Austin Hooper? I'm playing Jesecki probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hooper is not going to be consistent. I think, I think Jesecki can be. Yeah. Jesecki is one of the actual weapons on the team. Especially so. if Devontae Parker doesn't play, I think he's, he's probably the biggest boost. So. For sure. We also mentioned him earlier, Jerick McKinnon, running back for San Francisco. He's my second waiver. I, I mean, I,
1: I don't I don't think he's on most teams, especially before this last week, because they had two other healthy running backs in front of him. There will be some some leagues, yeah, you know, some, he'll be some gone. leagues will have him. But yeah, if he's there, you need running back help hundred percent. You can play Jerick McKinnon this next this next week because he's going to he's going to see
0: plenty of volume there. Yeah, he's he's my like I said a second ago, he's my second pickup of the week. He's he's who I'm putting putting up there high. And what what's your other one? Keelan Cole talked about him a, a minute ago with the Jaguars. So he this this guy sneakily leads the Jag, sneakily. leads the Jaguars in targets, receptions, and touchdowns. Yes. and it's he only has DJ Chark. like five fewer yards than DJ Chart. So Minshew seems to like him. Um, and the Jaguars aren't complete I'm, hot garbage. i like I thought that would be. I'm pretty sure Minshew's actually good. I don't know, newsflash. Minshew's good. Yeah, newsflash. He he hasn't dropped off at all from his first year.
1: For sure. (laughs) And quarterback waivers are still – there's still guys out there, like Ryan Tannehill, like Gardner Minshew. Ben Roethlisberger's probably not still out there because he has had two great weeks. Um, But even Joe Burrow had a decent week this last week. Yep. Uh, when you throw the ball 65 times, you're bound to have production out of your quarterback.
0: For sure. Granted, so they're not going to do that every week. But... Keelan Cole is most likely on your waivers, and you should go pick him up.
1: Uh, some guys, you should always – So, in, in leagues, if you play on Yahoo, if you play on ESPN, not all leagues give you transaction notifications. It's always important to go check your league's transactions. Yes. After waivers run – on wednesday people have you have to drop somebody to pick up somebody so somebody in your league is going to pick up somebody
0: that they value less than who they picked up that you might value more somebody just for example somebody last week in one of our shared leagues we don't we're not co-owners um but we we are in this league together dropped deontay johnson yeah (laughs) for the dirty dan For the Steelers, yeah, Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan knows Um, who he is,
1: and it's always you know if you don't, you're not going to get all your waivers that you put in for, and in most cases, you're you might not get any waivers. And Deontay Johnson proceeded to go off. Yes, but it's it's always worth. I always go in on Wednesdays or after waivers run, and I go check and see who everybody picked up and who everybody dropped, because sometimes they're going to drop somebody that I feel is a value to my team that I can go pick up and start on my team. It, it happens. I think it, it happens Deontay Johnson week. got dropped, like he said, and I know me and
0: him both put in waivers for it, and I think about half the league put in a waiver for Deontay Johnson. And, and I mean, keep in mind for some of these guys too, like it's not just not just some of the, the up-and-coming guys. There's some of these guys that, like A.J. Brown, you know, like he doesn't have a good week one. Yeah, and, some people – And so, just you never know. Some people drop people like that. You never um, know. They may be forced to drop somebody – just check just check your your uh post waiver transactions yeah, so always check the trend and sometimes you don't get notifications
1: for them you have to go in and kind of manually click transactions and see them all but it's worth it uh especially if you if you feel like you need to fill a spot on your team yep and and check so here's a couple guys you need to go check your waivers for check your transactions see if they were dropped they brayton put these here and they both happen to be titans <laughs>
0: Yeah, they do both happen to be Titans. But, I mean, are they both – they're both viable. Yeah, they're, I both, mean, they're both viable options at this point. So, Corey Davis, it, he's he's being used in the offense. He's being targeted. Um, and if A.J. Brown's out, he's going con- to continue to be even more viable. But even with A.J. Brown in week one, he still saw a lot of targets. So, he's somebody that – I know there's a lot of injuries. So, if you're missing somebody – you can go pick him up, and, and he can be a starter for you, and he won't lay you a goose egg. <clears throat> and this, then
1: This is your boy. This is all you. Right? And then
0: my boy. I appreciate you letting me have this. This is your boy, Jonah Smith. I appreciate you letting me have I this. was down on him all offseason. Brayden let, was let, hyping him up. Let me have this, all right? Brayden has been correct so far. The steal of drafts. Jonah Smith Jonu Smith tied in for the Tennessee Titans. All right. You need to check your waiver wire for him. I, he's probably not going to be there. But well, let, let me say, uh, out of all the guys that we mentioned on the waiver wire pickups, if
1: you need a tight end, he should be your number one waiver priority.
0: Out of, out of yeah, out of all the running backs, everything. If you need a tight end, he is your number one priority. If he's there, uh, he has he is the top option in this Tennessee offense aside from Derrick Henry. He is the number one fantasy tight end. I repeat, in standard, yeah, I repeat this. He is the number one fantasy tight end in standard leagues and the number two in PPR leagues. Yeah, he ended up, I
1: believe he had two touchdowns yesterday.
0: This is not a drill. Not a drill. Not a drill. Braden's, Braden's
1: been hyping this guy and he is producing. And get him while he's hot. Get him while he's hot. Pop it like it's hot. You know, get him like <laughs> get it, get it like popcorn chicken. Get it while it's hot. Yeah, there you go. So Jonu Smith, go check your waivers for him. Put in a waiver for him, please. We're going to go ahead and kind of preview Thursday Night Football coming up. Oh, we got a monster game for you guys. (laughs) Dude, best it's the game of the week. Game of the week here. I believe it's – Braden didn't write down where it was at, but I, I believe it's Dolphins at Jaguars.
0: I cannot confirm nor deny this statement. Florida versus Florida. Yeah, they're both in Florida. What does it matter? Big Daddy Minshew. And, uh, and there's no fans also. So it really magic. it really doesn't
1: matter. You got the beard versus the mullet right here. Oh, dude, the oh, mullet's yeah. got to prevail. There's right? some Florida crap right <laughs> there. Okay. Um yeah. Devontae Parker, we've talked about him. Are you start you're starting a more healthy wide receiver over Devontae Parker? <sighs>
0: like yeah, Russell Gage. Yeah, you're so you're starting Russell Gage because of the opportunity. I, I mean, I I don't it's hard because the Jaguars' defense is not great. Like everybody that's played the Jaguars, has, but the Dolphins' has defense is at great, least yeah. thirty points. Yeah, so it's true. there's going to be a lot of and and I think people just because he's had a rough first two weeks, I think people might start forgetting what Devontae Parker was last year. And um, I, if he's if he's playing, if they say he's healthy, I'm probably forced into starting him with the injuries. But um, I mean, if you manage to get a good a good waiver pickup, you can you know you can choose to sit him. I don't have a problem no. with that.
1: Preston Williams is the other guy here. I just don't know this Thursday night game. I don't think I'm too confident in starting many guys in this Thursday night game. It's just somebody's
0: you know, going to score a lot of points.
1: Yeah, so, somebody will. Um, maybe this is the week Miles Gaskin just goes off the running back here in Miami. The guy that we said is a good waiver pickup maybe it's the week he just he goes off and has his game yeah um i mean i don't I, I still don't know that i'm that confident starting any of these guys over my other options that i probably have um jaguars gardner Minshew. Is i mean probably the most confident i mean,
0: I mean really sticky gecko is your only 100 percent 100
1: start you're starting mike joseki here yeah 100 um miles gaskin maybe flex if you need if you don't have anybody else all if you have Six of those guys that tore their knees out this week, um, then you don't have any other options. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Mike Jozeky, you're starting 100. percent Gardner Minshew is probably the most confident. The most, the player I'm most confident in starting in this matchup. But this could also be Miami's defense isn't isn't the worst.
0: I think um, this could be his his trap game. So keep an eye out, but um they're starting corner uh miami starting cornerback byron byron jones got hurt last week too so i mean if they sit him then that's that's kind of good news for for i mean gardner and i mean the legend and it depends if dj chart plays or not
1: yes that's also something to watch are you starting uh, i mean i i'm big on james robinson this year i don't have any shares of him unfortunately but James Robinson has become their workhorse back. You know, we thought it was going he to be has. some Chris Thompson. We thought it was going to be some, some of the other guys, Devin DeZigbo and all those guys who haven't even touched the ball yet. But James Robinson has turned into the workhorse back here. And going forward, I think he's a, a solid, like a low, RB, low RB2. RB2. Yeah, yeah I forward, think you're playing him. He's getting 90% of the carries there at the running back position.
0: For sure. And if somebody like that's on your bench, like if you just happen to pick him up and somebody like that's on your bench, and you don't need him for whatever reason. You need to try to flip him, like yeah. try, flip him to, try to flip hot. somebody like that right now because sell high because everybody's hyping him up, and it may be for a good reason, but we don't know yet. We we don't know what the verdict is. We're two weeks into the season, <clears throat> so i i would I would flip him while he's like Nolan said, flip him while he's hot, and try to get some other value. Are you starting Keelan Cole? Or DJ Chark. What if you have one of them? If you're starting Keelan Cole or DJ Chark, I'm I might play both of them. I mean, obviously you shouldn't have what, both what if of them you have on the same team. You have to pick team. one of those. Yeah, you have to pick one of those guys. If DJ Chark plays, I'm picking DJ Chark. Okay.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, just, I, I just Keelan Cole's been productive so far, but too great. DJ Chark has more upside, for sure. So you're you're hoping he's not
0: hurt. Thursday night is always rough for guys that are injured. But I think also if I have Keelan Cole and I need a flex, I'm confident starting him. Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm putting him in my flex and with confidence because Minshew, Minshew will throw at least two touchdowns. Minshew mania, are you calling it right now? Jaguars win. You know what? You know what? I'm a hundred percent. Minshew will score. Will throw for three touchdowns.
1: Wow! Wow! I think at least three touchdowns. I think the Dolphins win this game. I think they. They're I, not gonna go 0 16. It They're wouldn't surprise me. Games. But the
0: Jaguars, dude, the Jaguars. I don't know if you've noticed this. Who did they play week one? They played. They Colts. played Indianapolis, and then they last week. Last week they yesterday played. They played. Or who did they play yesterday? It was. It was a. The Vikings. No. Nope, no. Nope, no. Nope, that was the Colts. I don't know. Look, look it up. Look it up. Look you it look up. it up. All right, all, right, all right. I'm gonna look it up. So the anyway, Jaguars the Jaguars have only lost by three. Oh. They lost by three points in both those games.
1: Yeah, I mean – They're better I, than people yeah, think they are. Yeah, they're better than people think they are. I don't think they're garbage, but I think Miami squeaks, squeaks out their first win here. A little squeaker? And, uh, uh, yeah, I think they squeak it out. Ryan Fitzmagic's going
0: to – I'm not going to look it up. He's
1: going to do his magic. Ryan Fitzmagic's going to do his magic. I was going to look it up. But and I'm... show Minshew who the real Florida man is. Who am I kidding? So, yeah, that was <laughs> been our Thursday night preview, our waiver wire pickups. Guys to go get injury updates. What else you got, Brady? You got anything else?
0: Um, Pray for all of the players. Pray for all of them. Because the Cowboys' comeback was amazing. They may or may not be on the verge of tears. Tears.
1: Cowboys' comeback was amazing. Patriots' Seattle came down to the last play one yard. Kyler Murray for MVP, looking like a boss. And, yeah, it's going to be good. This has been the Fantasy Football Bandwagon
0: Podcast. Yeah. You know what? We too. I'm happy about the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I didn't look enthus I didn't look like I was. It was hard. Was it was hard. Enthusiastic it's hard to, it's hard just to now. Be... I was. Every time it's brought up, I'm happy and sad at the same time. We've been Cowboys fans for forever, and it, it just gotten to the point where it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. It's like Jason Garrett is our coach. They don't win that game. 100%. The thing. The thing that I said to Nolan is, they're going to recover this onside kick. And then they're going to miss the field goal. Let us down again. Yeah. And then they're going to miss the field goal. They're going to do everything possible and then miss the field goal. All right. This isn't a Cowboys podcast. Everybody knows how they are. <laughs> and so, then
1: they made it. And then they made it. Something new. So thanks for listening. Send us your lineup questions. Send us any kind of questions. Send
0: All right. Us- Confirmed. Confirmed. We're coming here to the studio to watch the games this week studio right yeah all right Confirmed. we are going live on sunday okay we'll do it live we're doing it because we're here all right
1: all right thanks guys let us know if you won your fantasy games i'm about to lose all of mine it's great all right peace